Workday Afternoon Replay from Money FM 89.3. Coffee with Clarissa on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Coffee with Clarissa. The CEO for One Day Program matches students with top CEOs, providing them the opportunity to learn from leading business leaders and organizations. Launched in Singapore in 2018, the CEO for One Day Program attracted a multitude of business partnerships, such as the one with the Saxo Group. Saxo Group's partnership with the CEO one day program has enabled undergraduates to spend a day with a top leader to gauge other responsibilities and complexities involved in working for some of Singapore's top businesses and organizations. Money FM 89.3 welcomes Mr. Adam Reynolds, the CEO of APEC for the Saxo Group and alumnus of CEO for a day program. Mr. Tsang Li Gong and Ms. Chan Ru Ying to tell us more about this partnership, the students' experiences and the changing workforce for millennials. I'm going to welcome all three of you to the show. This is actually kind of fun. I don't usually speak to three people all at one go, but we'll start with Adam Reynolds. What motivated the Saxo Group to get involved in the CEO for a day program. Thanks, Clarissa. Well, you know, we uh, we hire a lot of graduates actually into our into our firm. We tend not to hire uh, people from the traditional banks mm-hmm. because we like to hire new people with with up to date ideas and much more digital native. Um, and so, in doing that, we I, I like to be involved with what's going on in the in the graduate community. And I think the CEO for a day program is a real opportunity to understand and really connect with people that are that are coming through the university and education uh, programs at that time. Um, so we've done it for the last two years mm-hmm. uh, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's been really good for, for me and hopefully good for uh, Lee Gong. And, uh, so would it be fair to say that on the one hand, you are, are bringing in these young, bright people and trying to share information with, with them, but you're also looking out for bright, young talent to hire well, absolutely, yeah. And actually, the people that have come to us have already got themselves jobs lined up mm-hmm. um, beforehand. So it's not like I'm trying to poach them uh, from their new employer, but it's really good for me to understand really what's driving them and what's making their choices to go and work for uh, different organisations and different banks. And you know, the quality of people uh, that the program has brought to us has been very high so far. Okay, so we go to the students and we start with Li Gong. What was the experience like for you? Oh yeah, hi, thanks Clarissa. I mean, definitely the experience was great. I was attached to Adam for the whole day. Mm-hmm. So in the morning until in the evening time, we were actually having both internal meetings and external meetings. Mm-hmm. And the best thing is before, like after I graduate, I'll also be joining the banking industry. Mm-hmm. So it's very a good chance for me to actually interact with the, more the people from more senior positions. And okay. it's very memorable, yeah. It's very memorable. We go to the other student uh, in the room with us, Ru Ying. Um, I'm actually very interested in what you thought made a good boss before you spent the day with Adam. What did you think made a good boss? Well, before I started um, this program, I thought that, you know, a good boss would mean someone who, you know, is very innovative, mm-hmm. um, comes up with a lot of new ideas, comes up with a lot of different business strategies, mm-hmm. uh, and is willing to take risk. But I think my perception changed after this program. Okay, so after spending a day with him on the program, what do you now think makes a good boss? Well, I find that what makes a good boss is someone who is able to manage relationships, Mm -hmm. and especially for long term. So, you know, being in a company uh, for 30 years, uh, you know, I shadowed him and he, I was so amazed by the fact that he was actually able to 
you know, sustain relationships with different people from different backgrounds, from different teams, mm-hmm. you know, from the ground level all the way up to, you know, the management level. And I felt that that was very important and something that I should really learn from him as well. Okay, we go back to Adam. So do you think from that assessment that um, they got one of the big fundamentals of being a boss, which is it is managing relationships? Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, when you're, when you're managing a whole team of people, it's managing your internal relationships and your external relationships as well. So, you know, when we did the program, I tried to get a, a full agenda where we were meeting uh, external partners that we work with, external clients, as well as having internal meetings. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, as a CEO, that's probably the most important thing that you can do is manage uh, how how your business is interacting with your own staff and with the partners that uh, that you work with. Okay. We are speaking to Mr. Adam Reynolds, the CEO of APEC for the Saxo Group, alumnus of CEO for a Day program, and Mr. Zhang Li Gong and Ms. Chan Ying to tell us about this partnership, the students' experiences, and the changing workforce for the millennials. I mean, I, if I go back to when I was a student, which was a very, very long time ago, um, it was very different. I would never have had this kind of an opportunity. So this was a rare opportunity for you to actually step into the shoes almost or to shadow someone who you might want to be, say, 10, 15 years from now. What did you personally get out of it, Li Gong? Uh, I think definitely, first of all, like uh, because I shared earlier, we were in the same industry. We also joined the banking industry. Mm-hmm. So it's really for me to actually see how people in the senior position, how they actually talk to internally, how they mm-hmm. actually talk externally with external parties, and how they actually communicate with each other, how they actually uh, try to discuss a deal, mm-hmm. which is actually quite different from what I expect. So I think that is really something that I really gained from this experience, right. is the, how the communication actually goes for mm-hmm. those like people. Yeah, It's... How is it different from what you expected? Yeah, so basically, like, uh, really, before that, uh, I really thought it's, like, uh, it's going to be very formal. Everybody is going to be very serious to discuss a bit. So, yeah. But actually, we can actually see a lot of the important things actually discussed in certain manner, which is not that formal, but yet it's very uh, clear in that way, yeah. All right. We go to Ruying. What do you think a typical day would be like for Adam if you weren't shadowing him? Or do you think you actually saw a typical day for him? Well, I thought that through this program, it gave mm-hmm. me a really realistic view of how you know his typical day would look like. So I was very surprised because I thought that for this program, they would actually you know create a special you know activities for me and it'll give me a really um, you know fun experience. But I felt that it was really realistic mm-hmm. and really grounded and really showed me you know what he experiences on a day to day basis, be it strategic meetings, you know, to visiting you know different um, departments that he has mm-hmm. and so on and so forth, which I felt you know was a really key point for me uh, when it comes to my learning from this program. Okay, so if if you thought that it was a really a day. Um, a, a real work day for him. What did you come away thinking about that work day? Is it really difficult to be the CEO of a company? Is it something that you aspire to doing? I think being the CEO of a company, uh, mm. from what I've seen, it takes a lot of uh, foresight mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of um, being able to really understand and address that there are some pertinent issues within right. the company that needs to be spoken about or that needs to be talked about before you know it really actually happens so i felt this sort of courage and this sort of um really realistic grounded view is Mm -hmm. something that is so important uh, especially for people you know working in the management team okay we go to adam from your viewpoint how different are millennials from 
other senior colleagues in the workplace? That's a, that's a good question. And, you know, I, I don't think that they're really that different to the students that I've interacted with, you know, over the 30 plus years mm-hmm. I've been in the business. You know, I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's this thing amongst our generation, I guess, um, to say, oh, these millennials, they're all a bit uh, entitled and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think that's rubbish. Uh, I do. I think that, you know, they're, they're very interested in uh, in their careers and how mm-hmm. they can develop their careers. You know, they work hard. I have no feeling that there's this concept of, uh, well, you know, I've done my university degree, so I should be entitled to something good. I don't feel that at all. I think mm-hmm. uh, it's it's really very similar to what it has been you know, over the time that I've been uh, bringing in and mentoring you know, graduates over my career. So you think they're more similar than different, despite the, the preconceptions of what millennials are like? I do think they're more similar. I think the only time where I've noticed a significant difference was in the boom prior to the financial crisis, um, when there was a huge amount of uh, you know, the tech industry coming up, and they were competing very strongly for graduates. And at that time, I think I think it, w- it was a little bit different because there were so many people trying to get the graduates in, and they were getting a lot of uh, a lot of love from mm-hmm. a lot of different industries. Mm-hmm. I think now, since the financial crisis, it's got back to what it normally is. It's mm-hmm. hard work. You've got to come and work hard, and and people understand that, and that there's no guarantees um, of a, a career if you don't put the effort in. Okay, let's go to the millennials. Why do you think that there is this attitude that people think that you are not as focused or you're more entitled than previous generations? Digong, go ahead. Oh, yeah, sure. I think like uh, I there's one point I want to bring up. It's really more about uh, people are seeing millennials nowadays are like job hoppers. Like mm-hmm. they're they not so focused. Once once it's not like it doesn't meet their expectation, they will create mm-hmm. change job very fast, etc. But I do see there's actually a trend that's changing. Like mm-hmm. uh, and uh, especially this actually one advice from Adam given to me is be- because I just graduated and he really strongly advised me to actually stay for my first job for a certain period to actually understand the things was going on. And this is really for us to fully understand the business before we actually judge whether there's something we like or not. And also from the business side, I think there's a trend changing because there are more open uh, companies opening up this graduate program, management associate program, mm-hmm. which allow for a rotation for you to actually experience different parts of the business before you make a final decision. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what about in you? fact, Do you I really agree, agree with, with what Lee Kong said about mm-hmm. a lot of people thinking that you know millennials are job hoppers. Mm-hmm. Personally, I've experienced people you know ask, uh, telling me that you know I look like I'm job hopping. So I think that's one you know major concern definitely for a lot of people. Second thing is more about the fact that we are very distracted nowadays. A lot of millennials, because you know of all the devices and social media that we're actually using, um, we tend to use you know the phones on our job or we tend to respond to messages. And I think that's another big concern and a big uh, misconception that a lot of employers might have. Because I feel that uh, as long as we are committed to our jobs and we understand the professional um, attitude that we should have towards our jobs, I don't think that you know a lot of millennials actually are so engaged with their social media accounts. Okay, we're speaking to Mr. Anne Reynolds, the CEO of APEC for the Saxo Group and alumnus of CEO for a Day Program, Mr. Zhang Li Gong and Ms. Chan Ru Ying. Uh, this is a very interesting program for me. I wish something like this had existed when I was in school, but you know that was in the era before the internet. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) You too. (laughs) Welcome to the club. What do you think um, can be done differently or what could be done better for for future uh, CEO for a day programs for them to get even more out of it? All three of you. Let's start from my left at Ligong. 
so for me, I think probably one thing is uh, actually before we actually join this program, we have a very short coffee chat with the CEO that mm-hmm. we met so that we can actually have a more understanding of what's going to happen for sure. that day. Yeah. And you don't have that now? Uh, so far, is uh, they haven't actually started this thing okay. yet. Yeah. Adam, what do you think? What can be done differently? What can you? Can, what can be added to the program? Yeah, no, I think it's a good program, and um, I think that you know, we obviously try and get uh, an interesting agenda uh, for the students. But I think Ligong's right. I think that the, you're having a having getting to know the person beforehand mm-hmm. would be more useful because otherwise you spend the first hour or so of the day doing that. Sure. Um, and I don't know whether being involved in the selection process maybe it would, would be interesting as well. But mm-hmm. uh, overall, I, you know, I've enjoyed the program so far both years. Okay. I think definitely what Lee Kok and um, you know, uh, Adam has said is very true. Mm-hmm. And I think in addition to that, uh, one more thing that I i like to highlight is the fact that, you know, we should follow up with our CEOs after the program as well, mm-hmm. uh, which I actually did. And, you know, we actually keep in contact after that as well. Mm-hmm. So I felt that that was very important. And, yeah, I feel that this is something that, you know, the CEO one day could actually make it a bit more formal and a bit more structured on that part. Okay. Do you think the program should be more than a day long? Yeah, actually, I really do feel so. We hope. <laughs> <laughs> Just playing devil's advocate. I have had uh, a very interesting conversation with all three of this, this sounds like a, a really good program and I hope that to, that it continues for many years to come. Thank you so much, Adam, Li Gong and Ru Ying for coming in and talking to us today about this. It is the CEO for a day program. You're on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.